2: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight
3: loss. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on
1: time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present. Especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, zero-dollar
0: delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad tie, baby.
4: On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends 2-19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting
5: three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum apply.
3: Good afternoon, evening, whatever you want to call it, it's on the borderline. How the devil are we? Well, (laughs) my little mate devil there. Um, Welcome along to the channel. It's Thursday, so it's got to be press review time. I've not watched it, so this is going to be quite interesting. I'm going to ask a question. Scott Parker's been sacked. Thomas Tuchel's been sacked. Brendan hasn't. Am I living... Am I living in a parallel universe? This is Lester Till I Die TV. This is the new show. It's
0: time. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris
2: and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And your favourite podcasts.
3: City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host, Fort Chris. Good evening, how are we? Um, it, Obviously, we don't know what's going on um, in regard to uh, Her Majesty. We'll keep you informed if we hear or see anything on that. Um, but at the moment, it, it's just obviously they're concerned about it and her family are arriving, which doesn't really look good, does it? But... I want to mention something before we start uh today and that is um I've mentioned this before uh please get on to Jerry Taggart's Twitter if you haven't already uh he does he is supporting and you may or may not remember Cyril Regis depending on your age um great great footballer he's played for West Brom but uh Jerry's wife and Cyril's wife are very 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 close friends and Cyril passed away quite a while ago and he set up a, a legacy t- trust to help um underprivileged children and I think it's Jerry's wife uh Cyril's wife and Cyril's wife's sister are going on a walk up now let me get let me say this right Machu Picchu um <laughs> for charity to raise funds for that charity um it's how about one of the Pokemon to me but um please get over he's, he's got a just oh, they have got a just giving page set up they are near their target Jerry's great great help to this channel I I've, I've donated to him please get over there if it's only a five or a tenner it all adds up please just put in the code LTID so he know because he, he wants to know where it's coming from uh, so he can thank people but get over there give them some support because it is obviously we've all got kids Uh, Unless you're under 16, obviously I don't know these days (laughs) Please get over there and give him your support Uh, And he said that as well as doing a good cause He does get 10 days peace while his wife's away So think of Jerry He's taking one for the lads, come on Right, it is press conference time Let me bring my buddy in tonight Um, He was not having a very good moment when he first came in So I don't know if he's up or working But we will see and say good evening
6: brad good evening good afternoon and a good stress-free uh day i've got it all sorted now so i'm just resetting myself back in my chair before <laughs> the wonderful yeah. people get to see my uh my dashing ugly face well you
3: you you are you are the totty now we don't get julian watts on so much you are the uh should
6: we say more mature woman's totty Well, more more of a delight. I'm definitely saying that much. And I, I, I was always better than that Julian Watts for looks, anyway.
3: I'm. I'm saying nothing. I'm not, not. That's not my argument. But no, look. I mean, we're going to we're going to um, watch the um, press conference through because you've not seen it. I've not seen it. It was this afternoon. So we're going to watch it through, and rather than stop it every five minutes, which can get annoying. Uh, we're going to do all the questions at the end. Uh, and, and talk through it. I've got I've got some main points written down. Um as Andrew says there. Uh, I love the fact that we're so unbiased, aren't we? Let's see what shit Brendan comes out with. <laughs> uh, well as I said at the start there, Andrew, you know, Parker's gone, uh Two Shells gone and uh what just hasn't? It must
6: be a parallel
3: universe. Yeah, and, and,
6: just, and just to add to the madness, Chris, Adam Lallana has been made interim Brighton manager for the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable future, wow. Wow. Uh, well,
3: you know, uh, all those people that wanted Potter, forget it, <laughs> he ain't
6: coming in now, is he? <laughs> no, no, we don't need him. Anyway, he's only going to ruin... Chelsea he's gonna get boys and tell us I think a lot of people do that,
3: they don't know he's certainly not going to be coming for uh at least um one season let's see how it goes after that but uh, Brad what you're doing is you're getting ready and we're struggling to hear you here but you're getting ready for the uh your own show tonight um where can we find it what time is it and what
6: you talk? oh he's here hello Just just as I sat down um uh you can find me apart from here Spending most of my hours, you can yeah, you can you can find me on Facebook. You can just search my name on on Facebook. You'll find me that way. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Full Time Focus, and that's where you'll also be able to find the link to the YouTube channel, A Matter of Opinion, which is a show that I do every Thursday, usually eight o'clock, unless the FA decides Leicester are going to play on a Thursday at like I don't know eight o'clock, like last week, but usually it's eight o'clock. It's a video once a week where basically. Uh, I have a topic of choice for that week, and it gives you guys the chance to express your opinion on the topic, whether it's nights nostalgia, whether it's the problem in football, whether it's WWE. The topic
3: tonight, young man.
6: Uh, tonight's topic, because of the classic organisation of subject choices, I will be doing my September monthly question and answer, or as I like to call it, ask me anything. You can ask me my favourite colour. You can ask me a celebrity crush. You can ask me if we have even got any siblings. You can ask me what I think of Boris Johnson or the Queen's situation right now, and i will give you my opinion. And you guys can give your opinions on it. And that's exactly why I created a channel for, for everybody to have a good place to give their opinions without feeling like they're going to get crucified for, for having one.
3: A matter of opinion there, eight o'clock, um, get over and give him your support uh right uh, andrew says don't things happen in um threes <laughs> well you know who knows who knows i think you're grasping at straws there andrew and terry says right i've already watched it interested to hear your views well we are going to see right here we go ladies and gentlefolk. if it all works modern technology and all that i know <laughs> was struggling his end hopefully it's going to work this end it's about 15 minutes long so we'll watch this and then i say we'll have a chat on the main points at the end
5: so here here we go it's obviously difficult you're you're not getting the results let me just take that back to the start i think in terms of thomas it's obviously he's had a, a really successful 18 months there and only what probably eight nine months ago they were the world's best team. So, um, but football moves and, and can move quickly, and it's you know I obviously not uh, privy to what goes on behind the scenes. But uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's disappointing, and like we say for any manager uh, in any job at any level, it's uh, it's always disappointing when they when they when they lose the job. But uh, they go away, and uh, I'm sure you'll you'll uh, get a very good job. And, and do you think it was?
4: an unfair move by the club to get rid of Thomas Tuchel?
5: Well, that's nothing to do with me. And on Graham
4: Potter, um, it's a big move from him, from moving from Brighton to Chelsea. You did something similar. We went from Swansea to Liverpool yourself. Um, What do you think to his move? Obviously, you played his side last weekend of Mm. course as well.
5: Yeah, well, well, listen, it's not totally confirmed but it looks like uh, that's the next step for Graham. And I think it's it is that next step for him going into that uh, club where there's a different pressure. He's done fantastic at Brighton, a club that's uh, you know has really grown and developed uh, since coming into the Premier League and um, really strategically well run behind the scenes. And, uh, and yeah. he's been able to then on the field. Why the
6: fuck are they asking him about to do, about do about some great grand work pop. with him? What so, uh, for, for him? That's a that, genius that question.
3: They've done it with every manager and every press conference. I
6: hate it. Like like he really gives a toss that he's missed uh, out on a job. That's all he cares about. And Moving on
4: to what you guys are obviously up to this weekend, playing Aston Villa, is that a perfect opportunity for for your team to bounce back? Um, They're a side that have struggled themselves a little bit so far. They've only got one win this season. At home, at the King Power, is that a really great opportunity for, for your team to get your first win potentially?
5: yeah yeah it, it's it, every game is that opportunity um i think for us it's uh we've we've had a good week it was a tough weekend last uh last weekend but for us we we come away and, and analyze the game and uh and for us it's really just about cutting out the mistakes we we've started well in every game in every game we've played this season the start has been good so it tells you that our plan leading through to the games and the actual motivation of the players is there. So it's just cutting out those mistakes and just dealing a little bit better with adversity whilst, whilst we're in the game. And uh, But I've got no, no doubts. The, the results will come, and um, like I say, we, we hope that can be the, f- the first one of the weekend.
4: And looking forward to coming up against one of your
5: former players, of course, Stephen Gerrard. So what do you think of the job
4: that he's done so far at Villa?
5: Yeah, listen, Stephen's gone in there and... There's obviously a lot of change going on behind the scenes, coming in sort of partway through last last season. But, um, no, the will do a very good job there. It's just, it's just time. You just need time, to to work, get everything in place how you want it to be. And, uh, like I say, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll progress really well with us. And blah. Can I ask you about um, the feeling in the dressing room? And
4: someone that you know left you at the end of the season in, in cashless Smartle? he was a huge presence at the football club and in the dressing room. Obviously Johnny Evans is where they on there now. But do you feel like there are more players within your team that need to step up in terms of leadership? Well that
5: it's a collective. It's it's not about one player. I think when you when you win a game or lose a game it's it's the collective. So um so we feel as if you know we've had enough really good moments in the season so far we should have won games that we haven't and we should have won. Better results, and uh, but but I see the players every day, and I can measure their feeling and their togetherness and their spirit, and um, and they are very much that. But we need to then transfer that for a consistent period over the games, and uh, and look to get the results consistently.
4: Has someone like Casper been a, a loss to the dressing room though, in that sense? And then oh, like him, you know, being around would he have made a big difference to your team. Do you think if he'd been around this, this season?
5: Well, that's, that's it's hypothetical. He's, he's not here. He he's moved on. So uh, it's a it's a question that I can't answer.
4: And just finally from me, uh, any in, any injuries, any players that are missing uh, ahead of the,
5: the game this weekend? No, no, there's nothing nothing new. Cheers, thank you. Okay. Yeah, good. Thanks, thank you.
0: Um. The two changes you made for for Brighton in, in Patson and Kalaiti and Atcher both obviously scored in that game. How much of a boost is that for them and for you? Because you need them
5: to be firing to to get out of this run, don't you? Well, listen. For me, it's it's the other side. I think in terms of goals, we, we've been we've been fine in terms of goals scored. Uh, we just need to collectively be defensively better. So um, so thinking scoring goals, I'm not overly concerned with. Uh, it's more on the defensive side.
0: And that defensive side, is it just a case of making sure the players are a bit more ruthless in in the defending and making sure that those mistakes that did happen at Brighton don't happen going forward?
5: Yeah, it's it's key. Like I said, we, we've made really good starts in games and like we did last weekend, but then we make mistakes and all of a sudden we're chasing the game. And when your confidence isn't at its, its highest, then that, that, of course, can... Uh, can't have an effect, but our job is to keep reinforcing the qualities of the players, getting back to the basics of our game, and uh, and that's what we had to do, had uh, to do for the weekend. And it's obvious when you're on a run like this that
0: confidence and belief levels, and we've spoken about it before, can drop. Have you found that those levels are still at the points where you need them to be, and is there a, a sort of? collective responsibility with what's happened to, to get it right.
5: Yeah, but it's something that we, we work on every single day and the players have been brilliant in that aspect. You know, we we you know we certainly haven't been down. Of course when you lose a game and it's uh, it, it's obviously challenging and especially this early season run that we've been on. But um, but we believe that if we can get that consistency into your game, we have to continue to work hard. There's, there's no magic formula in football. You've got to take your medicine, and at this moment in time, that's, that's, uh, that, that's what we're doing. And, uh, and work hard on the training field and, and build those relationships again, that confidence again. And um, I'm pretty sure then that the uh, our next one will be just around the corner, and then that will obviously be a, a, a big relief, and then we can hopefully move on consistently from there.
0: And I presume at this point it could be anything, couldn't it? Really, you know, uh, a lucky bounce, get, you know, goal going off off somebody's backside, for want of a better phrase. If you get that break and get that first win, you're confident that the that the others will will follow going forward.
5: Yeah, but also the other way as well, because like I said, it's it's scoring goals isn't the problem. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's making sure that we have that devilment and that uh, that organisation and. That collective responsibility to to not concede, and if one player isn't quite doing it, then you will suffer. So, uh, so that's that's more important in terms of because the the goals I think will be there. Brilliant. Good luck for the weekend. Thank you. Thanks. Hi
1: hey, Brendan, how are you all? Well, um, the financial issues. Yeah that you've spoken about over the last few weeks, the lack of refresh and how you've sounded over the last few weeks. You have sounded pretty fed up at times um, and how the results have come so far. You have, sorry. Um, what keeps you going? Where do you get your strength from?
5: Well, well it's very easy. I think first and foremost, you know, I love being here. I think my, my record here isn't concrete in terms of what we've done and, and what our uh, performances have been. But also of late, it's it's not been to the level. So, uh, so my career has been built on a resilience, and it's certainly something that you, you need uh, in this industry. But it's it's how I've arrived at where I have because I was I was not a, a big player. I had to coach, I had to work with players, and I had to manage players. And uh, and it's not all been plain sailor in my career. So the, the strength is is very easy to come by. It's um, it's obviously difficult and you're, you're not getting the results, but it provides you with the motivation going forward to, to make it right. And also, when I come into here, I come into the staff, You know, not, normally what you find and what, when results go against you, and maybe as a manager, I've been at a number of clubs now, there can be a, a level of betrayal that, that kicks in uh, against you as a manager. But, I've never ever felt that here at all. You know, all of the staff, players, everyone have been absolutely brilliant in the support, and we just keep working hard and, and look to uh, to get back to a consistent level. So, uh, so that's what gives me the strength and uh, and the determination.
1: You used the word betrayal there. It's got a strong word. What do you mean by that? Can you well, elaborate?
5: Yeah, well, that's normally what happens at clubs when when, when I'm sure you've seen it or felt it yourself. If, the club is, if it's not going well for the manager, then you can get lots of side conversations that, that take place. But, uh, but I've, never, I've never heard that. I think we're all on one page. we all here at this club. We've all celebrated for a few years, done really well, worked well. And now that it's not gone so well, then uh, we're still very much together.
1: It's not a flippant question, this one. I've thought about it. Have you ever considered walking away at all then this summer yeah. what's been the message then from maybe the hierarchy over the last few weeks obviously five defeats in a row it's not mm. great in anyone's book mm. what's the message been from the chief executive the owner of the football club
5: been very supportive It's not I I understand football and uh, it's it's not been a great start at all um, but I think their support probably shows you the the level of work that we've done here and obviously the work that was going on behind the scenes and also an appreciation of probably the difficulty that uh, that uh, where we've been over the course of the summer so uh, but like i say it's it's my responsibility to 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 improve the results there's no question about that and uh, and i've had nothing but support from within to uh, in order to help us get that
1: you mentioned it there about taking responsibility you mentioned it last week after the defeat against brighton now you have criticized one or two players you criticised the fans and you have criticized the club maybe and the owners for not putting in the money that you you wanted to refresh what exactly do you take responsibility for at the moment with the the runner form what which areas are brendan Rogers's you know issues and problems
5: everything i think as a manager you you take the responsibility of the results simple as that i think i've i've spoken because I have been the, the only one speaking. And when you ask me questions, I've been giving you honest answers.
1: You've been quite vocal in Chattel. I saw Andrew's criticism recently. Um, one of you, well, not your former players, but one of the club's former players um, accused you of lacking professionalism with how you've called him out, his performances in training. Now, on balance, he's a player that played well a couple of years ago, got into the Premier League team of the year. And again, on balance, didn't play well last season. Um, What has he not done in training? Because you've talked about his performances in training to warrant the criticism and being left out of a team that clearly wants to play or has chosen to play a central defender rather than maybe Soynchie or a Vestergaard in
5: in recent weeks. Listen, I see the the players train every day and uh, I make the judgment from there.
1: Do you inspire these players, Brendan? Do you get the best out of them at the moment? I do my best. Is this team too good to go down? It's bottom of the table, five defeats in a row, one point out of 18. Is Championship Football a possibility next season?
5: I haven't even thought about it, to be honest, still very early in the season.
1: What kind of atmosphere do you expect at the King Power this weekend? Again, you've mentioned the fans after the Brighton game, and again, they were chanting for Luke Thomas and and Danny Ward, but what kind of atmosphere do you expect from the fans what would you like to see from them this weekend
5: i think it's the support to the team which i think is uh is absolutely critical at this this stage when confidence isn't maybe quite at the at the highest level then they need all the support they can get they get that here every day with the coaches and the staff and with everyone here and now it's transferring that into the ground so uh but i also recognize that's up to us we also have to generate that as well and uh Hopefully, we can do that with a good performance.
1: Is it a must win this weekend?
5: We want to win the game, yeah.
1: And just finally, from me, Val fast is he available? Has he got his uh, visa? He's available, yeah. Excellent news, thank you.
2: Hello, Brendan. Hiya, okay. Um, the, the there was a stat that came out in the earlier on in the week showing the amount of points lost from winning positions. Leicester were, were top of the table, as it were. Um, most. Points conceded. Can you put it on why that might be uh, in the way that Leicester are playing at the moment?
5: Not really. No, we've, as I said, we've started games well, got into really good positions, and um, and made mistakes in games. So, um, so yeah, so that's uh, something that we hope we can improve on.
2: Uh, just going back to, to what Jason was talking about there, the comments mm. that you made, particularly after the Manchester United game, to a certain extent after the Brighton game as well. You know, when you when you're a press conference like this, this is mm-hmm. your chance to speak to the fans, isn't it? It's a chance to, to get your view across. They the, the comments have ruffled a few feathers. I'm sure that's not been lost on you. What were you aiming to achieve? What were you hoping to tell supporters, tell everybody else when you made those comments about the transfer market? When you made those comments about the squad depth?
5: Mister. I, I firstly I don't know what feathers have been ruffled or or whatever else, it's, uh, it's certainly there's no intent uh, to do anything of, of the sort. I'm speaking openly and honestly in terms of when I'm the, the one that's speaking on behalf of the club always about the, the situation. Uh, so I've never said anything openly that I haven't said within our football club. I've been transparent in terms of uh, the situation where the club is at, and uh, and then obviously top came out uh, in the uh, in the programme notes and put his put the situation across uh, very well. So uh, so that that is the situation. Do you have to think quite hard, I suppose, about
2: th- those kind of public comments? Because, as I say, they, they, they surely will have an impact. Are you aiming for them to have an impact on the people above you, on, on the players who
5: may well read them and see them? No, I, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. I, I speak openly with, with the players. Nothing that will ever be said here will ever not have been said to the players. Likewise, we, with the board. So uh, the, the relationship is open the communication is open. And I think I've always been balanced. And what I've said, you know, we we'll were the only club in the top five leagues up until just before the window shut, he hadn't signed a player. And you, I was asked if I was going to be happy with that. And I don't, I think if you asked any manager who wants to be competitive, then I'm sure he would have had the same answer.
2: I suppose the only differences might be, and I appreciate this is that the line of work that you are in, that If I was to say, make comments about what had happened, about something, the resources that were available to me in my job, let's say, my managers can't necessarily hear it, see it, have it played out in public, if you see what I mean. And and I don't know whether you take into account that that might have an impact on, say, the way that fans feel about things, about the way that players, the way that the hierarchy at the club might feel about those comments.
5: Like I said, I repeat, there's nothing said that the, the players, didn't know about or people within the club
2: um, and then finally you mentioned the visa for about fast I know you were looking for a, well, a specialist coach is coming in um, aren't they is there an update on their visa as well I think they would be, were they being held up in the past with what sorry the, the specialist coach coming in set piece coach yes yes Lars Lars
5: came in last week so okay. he's uh, he's been appointed yeah fantastic that's great news thank you pleasure watch the
6: on Listen on your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart
3: speaker to play the podcast Lester till I die. Broadcasting, Broadcasting live, worldwide. Wow, um, are you still awake? Yeah. <laughs> Baying for blood, I've felt there, the, uh, the journos. Oh, hang on a second.
6: I'm, you're on mute, mate. On mute. Yeah, I, I realised you've muted me because obviously, back down, I get that, and we, we were yeah. trying to listen ourselves. Oh, God, that first 10 minutes or whatever, it felt like about an hour. That interview was so boring. I don't know who it is. He must get a stock of four questions to ask him every week. So I was friendly. I want to punch him in the throat. He's saying, Stop asking me the same stupid questions every week. You know the answer. Stop asking me the same stupid questions. That was I mean, boring. Two things, two
3: things that stick out. One is, thank God they've got a microphone. For the yeah, the end yeah. you can actually hear the questions to what that he's avoiding answering. And then B, um, it's almost like it's the same guy that starts every week.
6: It is. its got a very
3: yeah, and whether he is like a LCFC radio or
6: something, I, I I know not. I don't know, but LCFC, get your journalists some different questions, because that was depressing. And, and you, you know, you said there, Chris, about paying for blood. One very dilly ding dilly dong man once said, even when things were going good, he always called them his sharks, because that's what journalists yeah. do. That's their job. They wait for a story, good or bad, and they wait to rip you to shreds when it's going wrong, which is... Understandable, but... Uh,
3: I mean, there's two, two that stood out for me there. One was um, Jason Bourne from Talk Sport, obviously used to as be always. Radio Leicester. And Olwyn um, Palmer, I don't, I can't remember his full name, but Olwyn, Al- who's currently at BBC Radio Leicester. Um, I'm and I'm hoping to get Olwyn on within the next few days to talk about Leicester. And it will be quite good following on from that. That thing, but um, let's just go through before I go through what bits other people have picked up on what what I've just written down here. And it's very interesting to hear. I mean, they were asking basically what the fans wanted to hear. And I'm going to jump straight, it wasn't the first point I wanted to raise, but I'm going to ask, I'm going to bring it up anyway. And it's basically What are you taking responsibility for, Brendan? And that has got to be the best question I've ever heard. I mean, it wasn't in this—you know—it was different, different wording, obviously. But that's basically what you know. You blame the owners, you blame the players, you've even blamed the fans. What are you taking? um, You know, are you taking responsibility for, Brendan?
6: Yeah, but he, he technically, see, you know, you know what? We we sit here and we've done this a lot until we probably started doing these shows, and it's opened my eyes a little bit. We moan that Brendan gives the same old responses, the same old excuses every time he gets asked the same old questions. And the one thing that sets Jason Bourne apart from the others is a he'll ask different questions and more intrusive questions, and b he'll reword the same question twice in his own thing. Brendan. May have blamed the owners, but he didn't blame them for losing five-two to Brighton. He blamed the fact that because we don't have the, mo- I don't have the money from the top, I'm not able to bring the players in. I'm basically saying I'm going to struggle to refresh and keep the squad fresh and motivated in terms of competition for places. He then blamed the fans because whilst he maybe understands that disgruntled results is going to cause unrest with the fans, he's, he's saying you need. to... I know you don't. He's basically what he's saying to his fans is look, I know you don't like me. But don't take that out of me. Do that elsewhere. Do that. When you're in the stands, please support the lads because they don't need that. Because when we're... I, and I get that. And, and 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 he takes responsibility. Every week he has said the result, the outcome, and the performance is my fault. He has said that. Every press, con- press conference we've reviewed, he has actually taken responsibility for all he can. It's... It's clever journalism to twist what someone says and take it out of context and then make an article about it. Because, yes, he has blamed the owner, but he's blamed them. He's not gone, oh, well, it was Top's fault that um, I couldn't pick my defender because um, he's in charge of the visas. And it's the fans' fault that I didn't get the visa for my training ground thing because they're in charge of the training. No, he blamed things for different reasons. But ultimately, has always taken responsibility that when the result's bad, and the tactics are wrong. It's his fault. And I think people maybe need to watch these more in depth and watch them on repeat because you'll realise why Brendan's answers are so repetitive and boring because the questions can be.
3: Yeah, I get I, I, it's a very good point you make. And in fairness to him, when we sat here saying, like, uh, you know, he comes across as, you know, tending us to sleep and what have you, that's just how he talks. Yeah, it is. It's just Brendan's (laughs) voice. (laughs) You know, you've got a Northern Irishman there, and he's he's just very reserved, thinks about what he says, doesn't always say the right things. Um, And where you've got Martin O'Neill, another Northern Irishman, who was in your face. But it is how he is. He he hasn't been any different about that. The only time I've ever seen him smile at a thing was his first ever press conference when Dion Dublin goes... Good evening good evening, Brendan, uh Dion Dublin Holmes under the hammer. And I haven't seen him ever smile since then. No, I think, well, he did I, smile. I, when... what you mean. I do get what you mean that yes, he has said, you know, and he even said that, you know, it's all my responsibility. I think what what he was probably it didn't come, but what he should have maybe said was, Look, why are you blaming everybody else? See, when do you have, have you ever heard any other
6: manager blame? The fans like that. Yeah, but again, it's not blame towards the fan. Again, we're choosing cho- poor choice of words in terms of Brendan. Again, and at least, like I said, he's not saying, "Oh, the fans are the reasons that the players are low in confidence. The fans are the reasons that we're losing games. The fans are the reason that we're bottom of the league." No, what he's saying is, and again, this is where journalism gets a bit crafty. They uh, they take it um, and. Look, fan- managers do have a go at fans. All the time they have a go at fans, they're saying you need to get behind your club. You don't need to be moaning. You you, can, you know, P- some managers even come out and say, you can stick your opinion of me wherever you want. Just not on a match day. Get behind them. That's your team. Think of me what you will, but your team needs your support. They're not going to... And, and we talk about the 12 men to flip it, right? How do you think the players feel when they're down and they're trodden and it's two all or it's three... 2 0 or it's 3 1, whatever the score is, and 60 minutes save still plenty of time to nab a result. And instead of hearing the lads going, Come on, get behind you, like we usually have done in the crowd, and we normally do, the fans are doing the same. It's like a domino effect. The fans go, mm-hmm, Brendan, come on, Brendan, Brendan, that's of them, Brendan. We did that with 12, we did that with. Um Everything does it with every manager when it goes wrong, mate. Every set of fan base does yeah. it.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I can remember the signs pleat out and you know, sack the board and all that. When do we get when when do the players ever really some I bet you Andy the the players don't watch these programs? The players no, oh. yeah, I bet I bet I bet they You'd don't. Be surprised,
6: they You'd be surprised. There is a few that have their ego so in check that they're waiting for their manager to see if he praises them for the performance or says anything well. about
3: that. They might be watching the news conference. but What I mean is they're not watching yeah, yeah, these, right, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. M- yeah. Leicester Till I Die TV, Leicester fans. No, they're
6: not going to watch but just... they're going to watch. Yeah, 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 I get what you mean. So
3: when else can – because, of course, you can't say boo to a goose now, quite rightly, on, on social media, and that that that's disgusting, any, what's said on there. But there's nothing where – I can remember that it's on YouTube and there's a press conference – harry wednap was at uh, west ham and one of the and he was having like a monthly discussion you got a couple of players there and one of the guys stood up and said why are you playing frank lampard he is he's, he's absolutely he's not one of our best players in fact he's, he's pretty useless frank lampard was sat at the table i remember it i remember yeah. it yeah he I, I mean, was a very young frank lampard and in, in, in fairness uh Harry defended him, and he obviously Harry was proved right, certainly in the play, and I don't know about the manager's side, yet, but certainly, let's face it, he had an amazing career for, you know, international and, and team as well. Um, but when do we get now get a chance to actually... Because, you know, I mean, we can't do that at Leicester because it would be so toxic. So when do the fans, other than join the 90 minutes of the game and at the end, and don't get me wrong... I am totally against booing until that final whistle goes.
6: You've just answered your own question, mate. Do it then. Because that's when the cameras will go to the crowd, they'll pan to the crowd, that's when Sky will just see the signs and the owners stand up and wait to the end of the game. Top, at the King Power, will wait to the game. Right? And if you want to see it before kick-off, when the players aren't out there and are doing it, I won't even do it then. Because you've got to think, right, um... And the thing is, right, if you do it before the game or during the game, you've got to think of the detrimental act it's going to have on that players because they'll get it in the head going, you know what, it's bad enough. Results are bad enough. We're not playing well. We're trying to get Reddit around and we're trying to fight to get this club and ourselves in a better position. And we're trying to fight for this manager and no one wants him. And why are we bothering? Him? Maybe we're better off being shit until he gets a sack. And then then we'll be moaning at our players saying that they're, they're letting us down. So it's a, it's a lose lose situation. Most ideal time, wait for full time. And if Villa beat us, and I'm not going to make no qualms, I, I fear the defeat as much as anybody. I'm not trying to yeah. disillusion situation we're in. Then express it. Yeah. Express Terrence,
3: it then. Terry's made the point there. Sorry, the fan's hardly going to be ecstatic after uh, shouting out a bundle of catch to watch crap. I want to take you... And I, you know what I'm going to say here, Brad, because I say it every single time. I travelled eight hours... Every week in the Great Escape season to watch yeah. us lose, obviously towards the end it all it made it Boy, feel a lot better. Yeah. But we were losing, right? We were out, we were never taunted. I mean, I think two one was was bad, but you know, every week you'd go and you'd be thinking, "Oh, he's going to pick this team, Pearson, because he scored two goals last game." No, he's back on the sub, So you, never, you know, and we were losing all the time. But I never felt that the team were crap. The team were giving me all they've got. Now yeah. I wrote a bit for the BBC. As you know, BBC. If you go on, guys, to the uh, BBC website, Leicester City page, Leicester City football page on the BBC website, and look for Tuesday's talking point, I, I'm quite brutal about Brendan, to be honest with you. And I think the problem is that he's playing, as I said, put. We said this after the game: square pegs in round holes. And I think he was trying so many different things that he was on plan D and the players were still on plan B. And sometimes I think half the team were on F and half the team were on P, whatever. They just seemed to have no idea.
6: Yeah, look, I, look I'm not making an excuse for the former. I'm not actually... No, no, exactly,
3: Terry, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But then I tried to qualify that by saying... yeah. Do they know Um, what they're supposed
6: to be doing? Yeah, and I totally get that. And and again, I'm not sitting here arch of... uh, You know, I'm not Brendan in, by no means. I'm not here to defend it. I'm trying to make people maybe look at it in the light because it's so easy to go and say, oh, it's all Brendan's fault. Brendan's fault. He's slagging me off. He's not slagging you off. He's just saying you need to get behind the team, which is not saying that you've not been getting behind the team this because we have been, but he's saying right now we're in the depths of the measures these players need you and I need you. But if you don't the stuff about me, don't do it for me. Do it for them. That's what he's saying. Yes, you may have taken offence to it. And I appreciate that he's not gifted with words, Brendan. I'm not going to defend that at all, the way he maybe says it. But there was one interesting point. And I don't know if you're going to get on it. So I apologise if I'm jumping. No, nope, oh.
3: no, you go, you go, mate. You go for it.
6: But you made this point, right, that why... Did, and I'm going to refer you back to this here. Sorry to kind of drag in, but it's the example I'm using. Yep. No, no, you no, no, said. You said... It's what, what
3: we're here for, mate. It's
6: what we're here yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. I think it was you that said, why did it take until whichever home game it was, whether it was a Brentford or Southampton home game, for top to speak up? Why hasn't a club statement come out? Why hasn't mm. Susan Whelan been told to go in yeah. the statement? Brennan got asked that today and he went, I'm the only one that's been told I can speak. And I'm sorry, but you can give Brendan as much stick as you like. Put yourself in that situation. Be Brendan for a minute and think. If I'm turning, if I turn, if I was employed, I know it sounds far fetched, but it's based on a true story. And I had to go and tell my teammates, and I had to go do a press conference because it's a weird business we work in. I'm manager of a football club, and I'm dealing with everything. I'm getting asked about finances that isn't my responsibility. I'm getting asked about every aspect of the club. And I'm not an expert in 80% of it. I can only deal with the tactics and the players, et cetera. I, I, what am I, how long am I supposed to do that for? And how long am I supposed to give the same answers? Because I'm careful. I'm trying to be careful of what I'm saying. I'm trying to be honest as well, but I'm trying to be careful. All right. Maybe I'm not doing a great job of it, but like you said there, I'm the only one that's speaking. We were all, mo- you were all giving it mouth and saying, where's wheel Wheeler? Where's Tom? Where's the statement? Why is it only in the Maxwell oh. programme? Well, Give Brendan a bit of a slap, maybe. He's the only sod that's opened his mouth. How okay. well, well, right can I come back to you on that point? Yeah. Okay.
3: And, yeah you, you, you know, I did say that, totally did say that. I also said that I did feel that Brendan had been hung out to dry. Yeah,
6: again, yeah, yeah. yeah now, if he,
3: yeah. if he has been told he's the only one that can speak, who has made that
6: decision? Well, Brendan, because he's in a press interview, he's well, been shot in front of a camera.
3: No, but who, who, who was? Well, I read into that, and I, I didn't, I'd never heard him say that. But I'm not, not saying that he didn't. But if he did say that, which I'm sure he did, because he said he did, then yeah. somebody must have told him that you're the well, only one that's going to speak.
6: Not now, really. This his job. It's is in his job description. You're the manager. You will handle managers' press conference, yeah. so he gets asked questions. I guess they forced on him to answer them in a way, that, not. Like,
3: those questions that he's going to be asking, like you say, he doesn't know how much money he's, he's got to spend, maybe until it's agreed and he has a meeting, and maybe they've not had that meeting. What I'm saying is, from for my side, that who, who who then has made the decision that nobody else speaks? One of three oh. people, the press Top. officer, mm. and if it's the press officer, that will have come from one of the other two people, Susan Whelan or Top.
6: Yeah, they clearly, for whatever yeah. reason, don't want to.
3: Now, did Top leave it until the Brentford game? Was it the Brentford game? No, it wasn't. It was a Man United game, wasn't it? Which,
6: whichever one it was. I, I yeah. can't remember which one of the, and the Man
3: United game, because obviously that was the one that was right at the end of the transfer window. But he, by not saying something, and Leicester have always had a good PR office of recent, but by not saying something... The the fans of the you know, the fat the, fa- the flame sorry are being fanned by the fans, if you like, because it's all Chinese whispers because nobody's coming out and saying anything, you know. But I mean that's gone now. But I take on board what you're saying that he is the one that is out there. But maybe but maybe Top should have put that in the um Brentford, the home game, you know, the first the first game um programme. Maybe not leave yeah. it as long, but I take your point, but as I say, I do think, and I say I didn't blame Brendan for that. No, I know you
6: didn't. Yeah, I should have said that when I was making the point. I was just using that as an example. No,
3: no, no, totally totally right to. Um, I want to say the word that that sprung out quite earlier, that I've
6: just written the one word
3: down here,
6: betrayal. Yeah, I couldn't quite hear that part. Um, I kind of only heard the Back end of the aftermath, you, you you're going to have to explain what was actually said by Brendan in the question there.
3: I was going to kind of just say I was hoping you heard it because I <laughs> I didn't hear it either. Terry's right there at that
6: point. They don't usually, but you think, given the critical situation, they might have at some point have come out and and either helped Brendan or chucked him further under the bus because. <sighs>
3: I, I, th- I think it was. I think it was the fact that. S- somebody in the one of the players, I think, and somebody will in um, in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong here. But from what I got, and like I say, t- sometimes it's great because they've now got a microphone for the journos, but they still yeah. sometimes start off before it's got there. Um, yeah. And I think what he was saying was that Brendan had said something about whether this is so i or not, I don't know, about being left out. And then that player had been reported as saying or whatever, or things aren't going well in the dressing room. You don't get explained to. It might have been Fafana and what he said, you know, when he left. Um, mm. And and I, and I didn't hear, but I heard. I say Brenda said, "No, there's, there's there's I don't know. I don't know of any portrayal." And it was quite that word was quite. It says more yeah. because it's that you know that word being used.
6: Yeah, and again. Um... Maybe someone can clarify exactly what was said during that thing because obviously, pair of us really—I did hear the word mentioned, but Brendan did look confused by that, and I don't know if again the Sharks are trying to create a story that you know their job and they're doing their job professionally as, as well. I mean, the guy from BBC needs to plead for his boss to give him more than four questions. You know, because he felt like a woody toy getting pulled for his four commands. But apart from that, you know, they're doing the job They're clever and trying to get a reaction out of Brendan. Out of Brendan. Yeah. They're trying to get a couple of words out of Brendan that they can maybe flip and go, oh, this is clearly what he meant by saying uh, betrayal. And someone else will flip it to say that Brendan feels betrayed. Soyuncu betrayed him, Wesley for Farnham yeah, betrayed him, Luke turned out to be his, his, his father, you know, Luke turned out to yeah, not be his father.
3: Yeah, and then i just say, can I just say, if anybody is going to say, oh, Schmeichel would have saved all these goals, he's had a terrible start at Nice, he hasn't kept a clean sheet, let, yeah, and actually,
6: Danny Ward is actually up for save of the month. Oh. Mm. Um, and then, and then may may I just cast these people with with short mind, because we seem to be able to delete what happened before, and we only seem to upload what we've seen from one season. Remember, and maybe maybe some of you and are in the comments saying this, and and if you are, like I do, when I'm, I'm I'm wrong, put your hands up and fess up to this. Did you bitch and moan about Casper's distribution? Did you bitch and moan that Casper was getting a bit past it? Did you bitch and moan that a 36 year old corner keeper maybe times a new one? Did you bitch and moan that we needed to get a new number one in? Because if you did any of them four things that I just mentioned now, don't go bitching and moaning about Danny Ward. Because I bet you, you also bitch and moaned back in 2013, 14, or before that when he first signed for us, when he was dropping goals and when Casper when was dropping balls into his net against Doncaster Brokers. I bet you was bitching and moaning when he was. Yeah, you know, a little bit younger, no. and he was making mistakes. I'm going to own go
3: up. And, I'm going to own up. And yes, I bitched because Casper couldn't distribute.
6: Same here. I did. Yeah, no, I bet. No.
3: But I, you know, if anybody questions this, go back to the Snog Maria Void show. Um, which was actually the bell's uh, buy, sell, loan or whatever it was show yeah. and I actually said I wanted Casper to go and Ward to be made number one and yeah. since then I have not criticised Danny Ward in the slightest
1: no. because I mean, at,
3: the, at the end of the day the goalkeeper I still say is only as good as the that's in front of him. Yes, he can make the odd say, you know, a good save, etc. And that's why he's up for save of the month, which for enough, yeah. was against Chelsea, I'm not sure. But
6: yeah, make it a great but, save.
3: Yeah, it um I forgot what I was gonna say now. Um <laughs> I'm trying to my age, you see, this is where it's going. Um you are
6: gonna say <laughs> so what were you gonna say, Brad? Uh I mean, again, you've got to just take it with a pinch of salt. This is if you look at the whole aspects, right? The last six games, forget results, forget forget it at the moment. Let's 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 take the Danny Ward, um, you know, you know, let's take the Danny Ward in the room at the moment. The elephant in the room is Danny Ward, and I will take that on board. There's a lot of people disgruntled that he's not living up to what we maybe expected from Meridaurs, right? First of all, for what was it, two, three games, he had a defender who had his Head so far up his own arse, he was already practically sniffing the Chelsea cheese, flat um, flower showing from where he was. So he had an incompetent defender that wasn't focusing on his job in front of him. He had, you know, he's since had to have indeede in front of him, which has proven the odd success game here and there, but is not what ideal. No. The confidence is low. They're all ball-watching and following the ball, as I've discussed on my tactics uh, segment. So they're all low on confidence doing it. This is going to be the first official game for me. Now we know everything that's gone on, and I can really look back over the um, six games, this is going to be the first game that Danny Ward's got a committed back four, And what I mean by that is he hasn't got a partner. He hasn't got an indeed in front of him. He is Fingers crossed. Touch wood. No, there's nothing in there. So it is a bit of a plank in there sometimes. But he's going to have a right back. He's going to, well, maybe a left back playing right back. But still, it's Brendan. We've got to excuse it. But he's going to have a back four or a back five. Can't carry out with Brendan. That's actually going to have, first of all, sodding defenders in there that actually can, do, that actually are centre-backs. But he's also going to have committed players in front of him. And I know, I'm not saying like Thomas Castagne and that haven't been. I know we're talking about, one giant rat in a in a pool of a defence. But that's detrimental. When when he's a driving force and, and that which Wesley Fafana was behind that and he was the, the standout figure in that defence, it, it's hard to get it together. Danny Ward's got his first proper defence in front of him this week at three o'clock. And he he don't deserve that as a goalkeeper. As much as I've slated his positioning, that'll come in time. Things that I've moaned about Danny Ward that people might want to throw at me saying well you used to be moaning at him it's what he can improve on himself. In terms of dropping him from number one, I mean, look, I know it's our only highlight this season being Stockport County on penalties, but can we just please not drown yeah. Iverson and throw him in there because he'll drown in Premiership. He needs a couple more years to develop and Danny Ward's more than more is this, this yeah. chance. And, David
3: says, it's yeah, totally fair to blame Ward if he makes a mistake. I would yes. never say yeah. that he is useless just because of a mistake.
6: Exactly, exactly Um, go, spot
3: on Jaeger made it made two to three mistakes versus Brentford, and yet no one would excuse him of some. I mean, like like Timmy says Casper's gone his history, yes he is, but I hear so often oh Michael would have saved that. And just to end on that point, um this time this so far this season we have let in sixteen goals. This time last season we let in ten it's, it's, it's probably another it's only another one goal a game so we've not suddenly gone drastically bad i
6: mean we um, did just do five of them so it was 11 before kick off before kick off to of the bright game it was only 11 goals we conceded <laughs> well they were allowed let's say that. <laughs>
3: yeah. and and last um last Sorry. season last season i think we it was about 58 59 we conceded all season which was one and a half you know, and like Terry says, the majority of the goals. You would hope the defense would be doing better. Let's hope yeah. now that the new guys got his visa, uh, we do. But moving yeah. on, uh, again, this is this is the last question that I picked up on, and, uh, and I, I don't know if it's Jason or Owen or, who, who asked it. Do you inspire your players? And, and I think that was a great question.
6: Yeah, and I mean,
3: he's only old... going to come back with one answer, obviously.
6: Yeah, of course he was. And, 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 and you know, joys of a journalist. So, you know, the one time that, they, you know, maybe you have a Jose Storm out is what you pry your career on. You're the guy that asked that question got under the skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes it's bashing the same question over someone's head until they do snap. But, mm-hmm. He he deserves to get asked that question, and in a way, I can kind of admire his answer. He just kind of went, yeah, I hope so. I really think so, because I believe in himself. You know, he didn't say that. and He literally said that by basically saying and going, I hope so, because it's my fucking job to do that. Um, You know, he believes he does, he's got to believe he does. And uh, unfortunately, the problem, you know, right now is, when it's bad, it's, it's bad and you're going to get asked the same questions, you know, journalists can't ask you anything different because the situation's still the same you know, so yeah.
3: Terry says here, go and watch the Trinity Villa podcast, they can't wait to get out of defence, tonight at 9 o'clock, when you finish watching Brad at 8, get back over here at 9, because we are going to be speaking to uh, Martin from Villa Park podcast, it's the um, preview game so it'll be interesting to see what him and i love the fact and i can't claim credit for this although as much as i want to but maisie who is one of the co-presenters on here has her own channel as well devils united and she she said also this is the old sapio is it (laughs) which was a great play on words and i i have i have unashamably pinched it, and she knows I've pinched it but uh but uh, yeah, but yeah I, like I said say that was that was a question that um there was only one answer to, as was another question which which I noticed is, have you ever thought about walking away,
6: yeah again, as much as I appreciate that these are the Fans on questions, lips, and we have been asking it. And people have been saying he should walk and he should. Uh, he, do, do, can he motivate him? I've questioned the, the motivation side of things myself. So I don't if you can hear
3: it. the rain
6: at this end. <laughs> oh, I know, I can just a bit. But at the end of the day, you know, you know, when you, you think, right, oh, if I was out, I'd ask this question and I'll get the answers out of him. This is like the anticlimactic part because you finally hear someone ask that question and the manager just does what any manager worth his salt does and goes, oh. just one word answer and let's go. Are you thinking of walking away? No. What he's really thinking is, would you walk away from a pay packet? No. I'm going to stay here and try and turn this around and if I get sacked, I get yeah it's, it's one of them where you're not going to get the answer you're hoping to get, unfortunately, because life doesn't work like that. But I appreciate the fact that they're finally asking these questions. Yeah, I mean, it, it's
3: they're the question that we want to
6: ask, isn't
3: it, really? But yeah. short of saying, aren't you going to go, Brendan?
6: This yeah, is yeah. 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 We're get, pretty much thinking know? how to word saying, can you piss? Are you going to piss off? No, you're not. All right, uh, You know, you know. Yes, so.
3: yes. Uh, he said as well that he's been very he, that the owners have been very supportive um, and and um, it's not been a great start at all, but the support shows the level of work we have done here and the appreciation of what we have been through over the course of the summer. i you see I, I'm as you know, if you, and I'm not going to I'm not going to deny this, but like I say, it's the proverbial, you know, Bryce Knickers on the wedding night. You know, I, I've been up one week down the next week with Brendan, up one week down the next week. And, you know, you come off a game and we've lost. It's not just the fact that we've lost. It's the way that we've lost. Because let's be honest with you, Brighton, we're, 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 we're treating it like a training match in that second half, you know. Um and then I really really want him out, and then I'll read a piece by sort of one of the better journos, so like you know the on the athletic or Rob Dorsey or whatever, and or Rob Tanner, sorry at the athletic, and I think, yeah maybe that that that's not bad are we being? i mean I know last season, and I think last season he did well to get us eighth and a semi final in the euro Europa conference with all the injuries that we had. I, th- I think he did. I think he did well. Should he be given time considering what's been going on that is out of his control, i.e., the FFP that we're obviously yeah. worried about? I.e., yeah. I. that's why we've got no money to spend, i.e., the visas being cocked up, which, let me be honest with you, I mean, you know, if I fell over and broke
6: my leg, I could blame Brendan, but some things aren't just his fault. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I think you do. I think I think the way to look at it is it's almost like a court case in a weird way. And what I mean by that is sometimes, like I have to do, and, I, and this, is, this is where maybe if you watch previous ones, I've been all giving, giving them stick, giving a little bit of defence, but still really on topic. And today I've really kind of changed my tune quite a bit. People might think dramatically uh, to where I've been over the last week or so, excuse me there. But sometimes what you need is all the evidence in front of you and all the truth in front of you or supposed truth in front of you before you can make a verdict. And for me, what I'm gonna say is this is Brendan Brendan said he tries his in the press conference, he basically said, I do the best to try and give an honest and open answer. And my 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 question is is are we falling for what we always fall for every time? And that's very clever journalism, or is it really bad yes in terms of performances in terms of results i don't have faith in brandon to keep you know to to, to keep his job and and keep this club moving in the direction it should be whether that will change time will tell if he's given that time but in terms of other things right and and it's very interesting that people you know you know what i say about the grass being greener or sometimes you can have that with a question and and brendan rogers has always stated that he tries to be on as honest as he can which again, read into that what you will. Is he is he holding some things back or is he not allowed to say some things only he knows or the people else involved do? One thing is, right, we were sat here going, why have we got no money? Why have we got no money? What is it? Why isn't it? And he wouldn't tarnish, he wouldn't slate them. But when he got to a point, and like I said, repeat a question, repeat a question, repeat a question, eventually you're going to say something the same way, but it's going to come out differently, if that makes sense. You're going to get angry. You're going to say and the second he came out, and went, well, the owners didn't give me money. I wasn't backed in the window. Basically saying, well, that's why. I've tried to say it in seven different ways in 12 different languages. You still want to understand, the owners haven't backed me. I can't refresh yeah. the squad. And guess what? Guess what? Did our fans go, oh, thanks, Brendan. At least we know. No, we all did it. Me included went, oh, fucking only our owners under the bus. What a scumbag. Our owners are the best. Why are you chucking them on the bus? No, we've just been honest. I think the problem
3: right, is, when it comes to uh, your team performing badly, you blame one of two things, the manager or the board. Right? Oh. Over the years, those the, the players never get the blame because we say, oh, well, they're not playing very well, but it's Roger's fault that he's not in, you know, sending them out, or the manager's fault that are not getting them motivated, et cetera, et cetera. And you cannot sack 11 players. You know, mm. you know, you can't do that. It's got to be the man and we're never going to say stack the board for obviously good reasons. And we yeah, we're not that... glazes We're not yeah. exactly. And we, you know, we we know that how good we we you know. Don't I don't need to say that? But you know, so it's only really Brendan blessing that's in mm. the firing line. Maybe this is the season where he earns his money, where he actually yeah, he that, yeah. gets us out of 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 trouble. You know, he's everybody said, Oh, you know, Rob Tanner said he's not on 10 million a year, it's far from that. Um, mm-hmm. so we need to sort of forget this 10 million uh, a year that he's on. Um, uh, it might be that not what it might cost to get him out of his contract. I don't know. He's still got
6: two and a half years on his contract, so it can't be 10 million a year because it'd be
3: more, uh, yeah. So we've got to look at that. And I mean, t- t- um, Terry says here, um, where is it? Um, for me, I took a while, I take a while to decide, but once I made my mind up, I never changed no matter which people tried. No, that is, that is spot on. I, I do change my mind. Uh, and as I say, when I say with the Facebook group, what I say is not necessarily what I think. It's what I am saying. These questions I'm asking, for example, here, I'm not saying that I don't think they were stupid questions, but I'm asking Brad because it creates a conversation. But I've got to be honest with you, as I was earlier with Brendan this year, I have been up and down I just don't know I want to give him a chance because he's he's done it we know but then when the Air he didn't get that chance I don't know I mean yeah I'm, I'm worried as to how long it will go there must yeah. you know that it's like <laughs> you know when you uh, when you break a, a wet stick yeah it doesn't break totally it, it breaks at the top and off at the bottom because it's wet. Um, and yeah. that's how I broke my arm once It's called a green stick fracture
6: Yes a uh, break.
3: So when you break the stick The top bit goes up, And I feel like we're at that point at the moment Where there's still a bit at the bottom That's holding it together And the managers can't come out and say Give Brendan time Because we'll all know oh He's had the vote of confidence <laughs> It's a never win situation um, But he did talk about his resilience um So I mean,
6: you know, he wasn't saying I can't handle this pressure. No, he didn't, and that and that, and that, and that, you know, that's one positive thing to take out of it. And and again, you just said that what I'm trying to do, and 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 it's something I've always wanted. You know, felt I've, I'm, you know, picking myself up a little bit. I always think I'm, I'm quite good at trying to balance both sides of the argument. I am in total agreement that he's at fault for the form and the way they're playing, but I want to kind of support my club and, and that's why you know, I'm not saying that I don't mean what I say in terms of how you play devil's advocate but the reason we have such a good divulge and we're always having these shows together is because I'm able to take the support ahead head of off and, and put uh, an outside head out and look at it and go, you know what and that's why I come up with these, I'm not in defence of Brendan but I'm making it look at it from a different point playing of view
3: devil's advocate and exactly. and to be um, honest um, with you Take the
6: opposite side to me, and I'll take the opposite side to you, because that's yeah, exactly. the discussion. Yeah, but in, in terms of what Brendan's said, in you know, I'm I'm actually happy. I'm very happy because, as obvious as the answer sounds, and if he comes out and some managers admit it's a struggle, we've heard managers a look, oh, It's a struggle, but I've just got to keep doing my job. I have got to keep doing it, and the fact that he doesn't say that either shows that he's still it's either genuine, which again people all speculate. Oh, he's just saying that for exactly the reason I just said, or they're going to believe it, or, you know, or, or, or it's it's just a statement that he's making. At the end of the day, these managers say, uh, you know, I, I moan about the four questions at the start put me to sleep because they're the same four questions he always gets. Um, Mind us that, I, I'm just going to yeah. say it now. I hate all this. Ask every other manager what, what they thought on managers gets at. It's not that club could piss off for them questions. But my point is, you know, you can only, you can only give the same response to the same question so many times. And, and, you know, in an ideal word, guess what? Our owners would have come out and gone, we are really sorry to the Leicester fans, but we can't give Brendan any money because we want to, you know, and they could have done it that way and everybody would have the hunky-dory and things would be better. We could have also won our first six games and no one would have cared that Wesley Farner didn't want to play for us and he's moved to Chelsea. And we wouldn't care about all these not having a chance. We'd have gone, hey, look at us, top of the league with no budget. Hey, we're the best. We got the other end of the stick this time. Yeah. You know?
3: Anthony says here, uh, hi, lads, hope you're well. Arsenal winning 1-0. Who you got tonight? You know what? The funny thing is, Anthony, we're in the same position that you were last season. Now, what was it Arsenal fans were saying last season? Oh, yes. We've not got Europe, so we're going to win the Premier League. How did that work out? How did getting into the Champions League work out, Anthony? <laughs> don't think it did. Um, Terry, uh, Brad, um That's how barristers work. Ask some questions in different ways until the truth comes out. I know, I get it, I get it. And thanks to Scott, because I did put up there before what he was saying, but I've actually also just found it here. Um, What he said was, after he was saying about his uh, being resilient, he said, it's not easy, but there's a motivation to get it right. Normally what you find when results go against you, you can find a level of betrayal. But I've not felt that here. They've all been brilliant in their support, but we're working hard to bring to. We're, we're working hard to get back to being consistent. That gives me strength and motivation. So fair enough. That's um, that. That's what he was saying. Oh, then,
6: yeah, then there's nothing too concerning about the word portrayal being said. Uh, really? In fact, that's quite. That is quite smart because he kind of saved a question being asked, and then him being kind of looked to as if he was forced to come out and defend that. Um. Which kind of bugs me a little bit, because was that statement before or after all the pushing about Soyuncu and, and that trying to dig deeper? Because if he's come out and said there's no portrayal, then leave it be. Yes. You know, if he's come out and said, you know, and he's right. In the past, other managers have found that there were snakes in the grass and they were leaking stories and it's them causing us the rest. And the manager's felt hard done by because he's the one that's lost his job and that player's still there. Uh, And then then the truth is it's ugly heads at the next window, funny enough, and that player pisses off. We've seen that before time and time again. So the fact that Brendan's kind of maybe jumped the gun and gone, I'm expecting this, I'm going to let them go first off and foremost. There is no, no sense of betrayal. Yes. And maybe he's in that towards the hierarchy because of maybe people misinterpreting what he said about them. I think he, no, I think he's saying other clubs would have done it, but I don't mm.
3: sense that here. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. But David says here what we'll never know because it would reveal too much about his thinking is why he puts a CDM in at a centre back when you have centre backs in the squad or put Madders or Perez or Pratt if he puts Pratt on as right wing when none of them are wingers. Do you know what, David, at 9 o'clock, and it's a very good point, but just in reply to that, um, every, every night, not every night, sorry, every preview game, Craig will be picking his starting 11. Like Brad sort of does his, you know, points for the players, Craig does his – this is this is the formation that he would go with and the players that he would put in. And I thought the other week, I, I did it myself, and I wrote down, right, I, I, I went – Whatever formation I'd gone for, and I'd put all the players in, and it was different to um, to uh, what Craig came up with. And I suddenly realised that I hadn't got, I hadn't even thought about Barnes. Mm. I'm thinking, oh, I
5: don't
3: sugar, I haven't put Barnes in. What if I? am going to drop if I put Barnes? Well, I'd have to change me. i have to change my formation.
6: not you being a manager, is it?
3: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah. it was that. It was almost like. A thunderbolt striking me, going like, yeah, yeah you know, I, you, I, where I, you, you can't play everybody because I was trying to put yeah. Pratt in because I love Pratt, I think he's a great player, and I dropped Lemon's, and I and I got these and I'm thinking, yeah, I think, yeah, I've got to fit Madison in there. Madison's got to be in there, but I want to up front and you no, know, and I sat there and they said, when he went to do it and he put Barnes in his team, I thought. Yeah.
6: Oh, and, no. <laughs> and and I will try and answer David's question, given a statement I made earlier, like when you're in a courtroom, they, they don't just you know the, the the jury don't make a decision. I've used the, the American style of thing, the jury don't make a decision after they heard the first piece of evidence, because otherwise it'd be the defense speaks, well it's not guilty, and then they go Oh, well, but you were seeing on camera. Oh, well, but guilt. you can't make a decision like that in court, can you? And it's the same here. If we take every bit of information we now know and we've been made shredded to light, he had a defender that didn't... The reason he's had to play a CDM, David, at, at, at the back for the last couple of games, and I'll do it in, in order of the way things came to light, we found out last year that Vestergaard would be probably... You know what? A scare corner field would be more impactful at the back than Vestergaard. If Vestergaard had been picked, a lot of you would have been more depressed and seething at seeing Vestergaard in the team. Uh, yeah, despite not that... Incident, right. port, mm, oh, yeah, well done. yeah, whippy, Yeah, OK. If that's the case, then bring back Gazelle, because he had an OK game in one of the Cups. Um, I get your point in further fur positions, but I just want to concentrate on David's no, point. I know you, am, I know I'm you, to know you are. I love I love you for it. But if you say that if you say that was the outgoing option, first of all, we now know that Vestergaard was never he was fifth choice um option and he clearly doesn't trust him enough if he'd rather play central defensive mid. But there's the only available other centre back that Rogers has had available to him, right? He didn't choose him. That's my reasoning or understanding as to why Vestergaard wasn't chosen it. And maybe, all right, fair enough. We take that as a pinch hole. He could have played him. He couldn't have done much worse, you may argue. Fine. But the next reasons, he had a stroppy Frenchman who didn't want to play, didn't care, didn't care at all, and didn't want to play for Leicester. He want, you know, and he wasn't going to play him. He's got a Turkish star who's had his head up his ass since his form went to shit last season, who's had a torrid Euros and lost his place to Daniel Amate. So why would you pick him? Because I wouldn't pick him. If, if what Brendan's telling me about the training ground is true, I'm not picking so much whether it's a centre-back or not. No, mate, if your head's in Betis, that it's off over there, mate. Well, by all means, I don't want you playing if your head and heart's not in it. Thirdly, Val didn't get his visa done in time. Visa's got a little bit more difficult since Brexit for football, and we did yeah. get that on yeah. deadline day, so okay, yeah, you go, not. Costa had exactly the same problem. Well, exactly. And he's played yeah. in the premiership for years and, and, you know, getting back was an issue for him. So essentially he's had Evans and Amate and Amate was ill. Amate was ill. Now, whether he was so sick of his own bad performances, it made him ill. That's tongue-in-cheek. But you know what I mean? He was ill and we were told that he was ill before the game and we couldn't play the new guy because he wasn't registered. So Evans has... I had no partner and you can't play one at the back because we're bad enough with the defence we've got. We don't need less defenders. And I will keep reminding people of this until they go and check it out to try and prove me wrong and realise I'm actually right. Wilfred Ndidi is probably the next best suited player to play at the back because he started his career as a centre-back, as a youngster. He was raised and trained to be a centre-back. It's not ideal by any means. He's not the greatest and we forgive him a lot of mistakes against Brighton and other games because he's not a natural centre-back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Whatever that cop was saying, I agree. Or disagree. I don't know. Penalties. Yeah, yeah, penalties, exactly. In terms of that, in terms of what? Everything that's laid out in front of you, right? Best of God's useless. More useless than championship level, so he's not even going to get in the squad. Mm. Um, Favrena's gone, didn't want to play when he was here anyway, so I wouldn't choose heads. Been gone since probably last January. Amate was ill, and a new defender wasn't registered. What's he supposed to do? The next yeah. best option at the back, literally for Brendan, was the only one with centre back experience, and that is indeed me.
3: And you the midfield
6: around, I agree with you, Dave. That is a mystery. I can't explain that. Yeah. The things I can maybe put you. Does in you look, that's
3: that's 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 very very true. Very good points. And I think as you look at that, like he he knows that. So, in, in fairness, tomorrow he's not had a bad couple of games. No, he's not. As much as the team haven't been performing well, but he's not had a bad couple of games. And, no. you know, what, what, because I, and again, I've said this, you know, that, that Brendan Rodgers came out and said, well, I'm not going to play any players that have, you know, don't want to be here. And yet he was picking Tielemans week in, week out, week in, week out. But in fairness, when Telemann's alright, he did have a couple of shite games and that's why I dropped him out of my team one week because he was shit. But his attitude has always been there. His attitude oh, has man. always been right. Look at him when he scored the penalty against Stockport. Penalty against Stockport and he was like, he'd, he'd, he'd won another medal, you know. So, inside, like,
6: with Nacho. Yeah, so,
3: yeah, so, you know, give him, give him that because, yes, he sees their attitude during the week at training. We don't. You know, we Mm -hmm. see a few pictures coming up on lcfc.com. Just to to bring you up with some news, um, Chelsea, just in case you haven't seen this, by the way, because Sky Sports have kept it very quiet and they haven't mentioned it at all, but Chelsea were after Graham Potter as their new manager. So they've got him now. He's been appointed.
6: Um, Yeah, you know, know, for all people that wondered, what if Harry Potter was drawn into House of Slytherin? Or you're gonna uh, get the mobile version of Graham Potter getting put in the Sorting House of Chelsea? So yeah. well, I bet Mark Kukarala.
3: Yeah, it'll shut up those people that have said Potter to Leicester. He ain't coming, guys. has gone true.
6: Team. I wonder how I wonder how Mark Kukarala feels about that because he skipped out the door of Brighton no. and signed a lot of Brighton I'm fans. Wondering and, how,
3: uh, I'm wondering how Fafana feels having gone signed for two
6: shows. Well, yeah, yeah, and 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 other players here it's been reported that we got in and and got out of the club i mean lukaku was sent away because of tuchel and
3: all i'll say last thing on chelsea before we we go from the chelsea rant is no you can't give him us back yes he was in europe but you paid him receipt or not you're not giving him back
6: Um, you only get seven day return guarantee you didn't do it or activate it
3: arsenal are winning one nil uh can i just say we played Napoli, didn't we? I'm the... glad yes, I'm so glad you brought this up. I'm so glad you brought this up. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I don't understand do in one one one. it too long, but did we, we lost one? Was it three two? Yeah. And we drew two two with the other one. Now yes. in, the, in, in the other game. Now, just correct me if
6: I'm wrong. Which team played them last night? Oh, oh uh, it was it was Jurgen Flip Flop is the yeah. manager. Everton? No, football. no, not
3: Everton. Oh. No. What's the other team?
6: Oh, Differ, Differ, difficult. Differ,
3: No, no, it wasn't. Oh, it. No, no.
6: Is it uh oh, Liv VAR pool? That's
3: it. That's it. Yeah. That's the one. Yes.
6: 4 0 down.
3: Uh, <laughs> I couldn't be honest with you, though, I actually enjoyed watching uh, Goldberg's <laughs> thing on TikTok about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But and now i got uh, what I will say about that is. That's damn it. Yeah. <laughs> or would if that was Leicester, would we be shouting for Klopp's head? Because Liverpool haven't had the best of starts, let's be honest with you, have they? In the, no. in, the in in the league this season. I that's um perfect. I don't they're seventh or what they are? But but, but their standards it is yeah. bad. It's like yeah. ours. And they've just been stuffed 4-1 by a club that was in the Europa League last season got through and then got knocked out the next round. And they've been yeah. stuffed 4-1 by them. So, you know, again, that's another reason. Am I, or, or are we all being a bit unfair and should we be giving him a bit more?
6: Yeah, I mean, to kind of flip what we normally were saying through the end of last season and what we've kind of said in, in, in regards to that is in terms of we're not the only club that's trying to get back. Top six, top seven finish in terms of West Ham, Brighton, Leicester, um, Wolves. All these clubs have either been in and around or want to continue to be in and around that face that that fight for that sixth, seventh place, and obviously higher. But you know, ideally, that's the places where we're looking to to, to kind of ingrain ourselves in first. Mm. We're also not the only club in crisis. If you want to pull it back to the situation, Salah isn't anywhere near. They sold yeah. Mane. We'll stick. We'll stick with Liverpool because you brought for example. They got spanked by a team that only just beat Leicester three-two and drew two-two with them at King Power last season. Now, you know, Sheriff, Sheriff beat Real Madrid and then didn't win a single game afterwards. You know, it could be a one-off, but that's still pretty damning to lose four-one to Napoli because it ain't. A, you can't pass it off as it's a shock in terms of how badly they got beat. But Napoli is still a big European side. You know, Napoli is still a strong unit uh, and. Mm. Is it's, it's more damning, if anything, than having a, a, a casual slip up like we did to Lego Warsaw, or whatever it was. We, I can't remember who it was we lost to at their ground because they came, they came out and in bloody shirts when they beat us 1 0. And, you know, there's troubles elsewhere. We're not the only trouble club. And yeah. maybe we yeah. should. I know we're 20th and it don't look great. But if come the end of the season, we say finish 12th, but still not ideal, still not brilliant. But Liverpool finish eighth. Who's had the worst season? Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I know yeah, that no, no, I know what you're saying. I, well, I, I made the point myself. Whose fans would think they've had the worst season? Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, Charlie. Good evening. Welcome along. Uh, if you're new, great. We we, we have <laughs> um, match day vlogs. Big Southampton Channel. We do a lot with them. They, they are great guys. They are great guys. Really bad choice in, in shirts, but great guys. Save so us a sub if you're new, um, but yeah, I think we were stitched up. Talk's in. Good evening, talk. How the devil are you, sir? Um if you You did say something the other day on, on, when we were talking on Twitter about a, a, new, um, a, a new thing for the computer, you know, app or something, and we, we kind of went off topic. Let me know what that is, mate. But... We've all know somebody that's been affected by cancer, um, or you know, even even lost their lives through cancer. And talk does run this great well, It's a YouTube channel and it's a Twitter page. Football versus cancer. That's all you have to search in: football versus cancer on Twitter, football versus cancer on YouTube. The link to the YouTube, I believe it is, is in the description below on this YouTube channel uh, for this game. It's in, it's in the link. Is in every single one. Guys, you know, we, we've got to beat it If it's football versus cancer I don't even want it going to penalties Let's get it beaten, go and give the guy the support Because it does all, all go and, and help the, uh, you know, charities um, I mean, I've already said the back like, uh, where, where was it here? Um, yeah, Terry, I get what you're saying It should have been me uh, Regarding Chelsea, Roger's going around Singing it should have been me Again, let's take off our blue tinted spectacles Yes I I, I hate Fafana And I really hope he breaks his leg And he's out for the rest of the season Sorry I've, I've never said that About any other player that's left I really hope he does um, I hope they get Have you got a Spanish team in Europe that can break his leg Please um, We'll tell you what leg it is the Spanish team So you know which one to go for But
6: You're far more uh, evil than I am
3: yeah, I hate him for that However, what I don't hate him for Is wanting to better himself right. I just think he should have done that At the end of his contract Or another couple of years more into the contract And it's the same with managers For Farner, Maguire Tielemans, Rodgers O'Neill. None of them have got Any links to Leicester Other than the fact that we are paying for them Now, I've left jobs in the past Why did I leave jobs? To either A, go for a better job, or B, a pay rise. And that's all these guys are doing. So if he has got ambitions to one day, you know, manage Chelsea, there's nothing actually wrong with that. It's showing ambition. I'd rather that than him sit there and go, you know... Yeah, one day I might uh, I might end up man- managing Rochdale or Watford again or
6: whatever, you yeah. know. Although, I mean, although maybe although maybe Brendan should go back and remind himself of the days where he was a part of the Chelsea backroom stuff and what they thought of him. I don't I don't know. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Napoli should have been six nil. He could have been. God, I watched the highlights and I, jeez, Napoli could have had. Three before it was four, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could have had three on top of it. It was like pretty heck,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, and they missed a penalty as well, didn't they? Yeah, they did, they did the second penalty. Um, so yeah, it, it could have been. So you know, yes, I get annoyed like everybody else, and yes, I come on here. And, do, do, do you know Arsenal fan TV? Yes,
6: yeah, of course, do.
3: And the guy, I can't remember, what's the guy called that runs it?
6: Robbie.
3: Robbie. And he went on, because obviously it's a huge station, um, a platform, sorry. Uh, And he went on to, you may have seen the video, to talk sport and was arguing with Simon Jordan. Now, I like Simon Jordan. I like Simon Jordan. Um, I think he puts a lot of good points. He's owned a football club. He went bankrupt owning that football club. Uh, so he knows what he's talking about. And he does speak a lot of sense. I don't always agree with what he's saying, but I know where he's coming from and what he's he's talking about. And yeah. he was having a go, and, and this was, I mean, it was a few years ago, don't get me wrong. But you, you had him saying to Robbie, and he was wrong in the fact that you he was saying to Robbie, you're happy when Arsenal lose because your viewing figures go up and Therefore, you get a little bit more off YouTube, etc. But the fact of the matter is, and as Robbie threw back at him, it's the same for talk sport as well. If you lose, you do yeah. get more. I've seen it on here. If we lose on the, when we're doing the post-match show, sometimes if, when we've won, we hardly you know it's really low figure. The people that have come on,
1: the yeah. Uh,
3: have to celebrate. When you lose that's when people are ringing up, you know.
6: And, yeah, exactly. Because a lot of talk about.
3: So, you know, sometimes these channels, they obviously love Arsenal, you know, they wouldn't be as passionate if so they didn't. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, to get things going, you have to play devil's advocate to start. And the simple fact of the matter is, you know, this has been quite a, a highly watched show. And thank everybody, to everybody that has been in, watching yeah. and commenting. But if we were top of the league and rogers was sort of saying yeah we've got uh, norwich next and we're going to beat them 10-0 and what have you i bet we wouldn't have as many people in and that's no disrespect that is it's called human nature
6: of course it is in- i mean i mean to you you perfect example with the arsenal fan tv i did it and you know especially when mr you get me blood you get me blood you get me blood and abama abama who about my what, you know when he, when when he was on it People who watch that show regularly will know it. he does, he's not on there anymore. But he, mm. he, he he went, he got, he got, and again, you're talking about die hard there. In fact, I'll use him as an example afterwards. But we, we all tuned into Arsenal fan TV when they lost. We didn't give a stuff when they won, unless they're an Arsenal fan. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, exactly. And that guy there, he's a die hard Arsenal fan. But I bet you he still got Twitter hate for when he went to America because he was off an opportunity to make money on his own accord and not away from. It. Still an Arsenal fan, still doing the same thing, but just because he left Arsenal fan TV, big people that are diehard to that channel and will watch that regardless of who's on, probably gave him a stick for that. But why? Because he wanted to his dream. And again, I know it's different because he's still doing the same thing for the same about the same club. Fun, but again, you you have to look at the aspects of it. You know, like that. That, Mr. Blood, and you get me, um, was the highlight of my show when Arsenal were losing every week, especially when they lost to Bayern Munich in the Champions League. It was like, yay, Arsenal fan team, please, going to be brilliant. <laughs> views of views, good or bad, views of views. As long as what you're saying isn't like, going to get you in hot water and trouble, people tune in. I mean, I remember you, you said it, Chris, even the season where we did really well <laughs> and we lost to Leeds, we, I think that was one of our best viewing figures at that, at that point. I don't know if it is now, but at that point, we had over like three... We, me and you were like, it's 200, it's 300, it's this, well, it's one that.
3: Second, sorry, one second, mate. The flag is half matched at Buckingham
6: uh, Palace. Oh, dear. That's not good news. That's just not good news. Yes.
3: Unfortunately, oh,
6: yeah. rest in peace, the Queen have passed away. Yeah. It's just, It's sad.
3: Because, you can't
6: say it wasn't expected. I mean, not you know, but um, 96, yeah, we've had a very good innings, and yes. uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not much for one for the royal family, so I'm not going to sit here and make a speech about our she was this and that, but it is sad that we've lost her. Yeah, I man, think
3: man. on that note, it kind of puts everything into perspective. Um, yeah. whether you're royalist or not um whether you you know the old argument of they bring all this money in in tourism but she's you know she has been through a world war with us um and i just think probably now is the best time just to end the show yeah Um, i
6: think think that's why for
3: me yeah so rip mom um as they say uh thank you for thank you for everything um and Brad, thank you for coming on. Uh, get over to Brad's channel at eight o'clock. A matter of opinion. Uh, the, you might want to talk to him about the Queen. I don't know. But uh, get over there. Matter of opinion on YouTube uh, at eight o'clock tonight. It's a free for all. Ask him anything you want. Brad, uh, sad ending to the show, but um, all the best, mate. And I will uh, see you Saturday night after the game.
6: Yeah, a sad note to end it on. But um, yeah, I'll see you then, mate yeah Thank cheers
3: you. all the best mate take care
6: Bye.
3: Bye. Yeah, thanks to brad for coming on um it is a sad it is a sad way to end the show um whilst it wasn't unexpected um i i've i've only known her i've only known her as my monarch I was born 1961, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there only have known her as the monarch. And um, I think BBC has actually gone off air. The BBC is interrupting its normal programs to bring you unimportant. Yeah, they're just they're just bringing it. They're just announcing it now. Um, this is BBC News. 12. I, don't, I mean, words fail me. Words words do fail me. Um, we obviously wish all the best to all her family. Uh, and It's quite a large family, but um, respect to her. R.I.P. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do because we did have a show lined up for nine. Whether we should still go ahead with that or not, I'll be discussing with, with, with the guests and we'll take it there. But our thoughts are with the Queen and with the Queen's family as well. And we'll, we'll 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 end it there. Thank you very much for everybody that watched, thank you for everybody that joined in, and like I say, R.I.P. R- R- Queen Elizabeth II. Good
5: sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network.
3: Talk sports powered by fans.